And we're back with another episode of I Have Issues. It's your boy, Vasos, bringing you the issues for the week of March the 9th, 2022. That's right. We've got the triple threat set up. The new format. We're each, we're each brand, Marvel, DC, and the Indies, they each have their own pick of the week and representative to go to the final round. And in the final round, we decide what is the overall pick of the week. Some good choices this week. I'm excited to see where it goes. I think you guys are really, really going to like the one that's going to win. So, let's not waste any more time talking about it. Let's just be about it, and let's get to the issues. Starting things off this week, we got Marvel. Up first, we have Amazing Spider-Man issue 92. What was behind Door Z? It was the lizard, Kirk Connors. Dr. Kirk Connors. uh, Attacking Peter, Misty, and Colleen. But, you know, the lizard was kind of uh, upgraded a little bit as he has... uh, wings all of a sudden uh, that they were using from uh, Morbius's DNA and he was able to regrow his limbs like pretty much like that <laughs> um, so you know Peter and Misty and Colleen they're able to fend off of the lizard and uh, free Morbius uh, so now he's teamed up with uh, Misty Knight and uh, Colleen Wing as Peter goes to uh try to save Ben as Ben has uh, taken it to uh, he's trying to take the fight to Beyond and directly to Maxine who has her own uh, uh, what's the I guess fail safe plan in place uh, she's given given her instructions by uh, the board <laughs> of Beyond so they have a contingency plan that's the word I was looking for contingency plan in place Uh, For when it all hits the fan. That is Amazing Spider-Man, issue number 92. Up next, we have Devil's Reign, issue 5. This was very good, very good issue. So, uh, Kingpin is pissed, like, ridiculously pissed. Like, (laughs) he, you know, is taking this 
you know, of his him getting his memory back, he's taking it personal against Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Um, so he's willing to make him pay no matter what, and his plan is to kill him. So they managed to get... Uh, the Thunderbolts managed to get all but one of uh, the Purple Man's children, and they're trying to harness that power to... Uh, to basically to force this election to be won uh so things aren't looking so great for our heroes like i said all the uh the kids have been captured except for one um so they go to go break in and save the rest of the children uh them being the avengers and uh so they're kind of held up in a stalemate as they're uh they look around well uh purple man's influence is uh uh going past the uh uh means of the election and they're basically convincing everyone to fight against the avengers and all the heroes and all this other stuff so not looking so hot on that front um and then we get to pay off for what was in the uh in the uh daredevil woman without fear issue that kind of looks like it's going to send Electra over the edge so we we see kind of the the fallout from that um so that was uh that one's interesting I like where this is going this is going to set up for a fantastic finale uh so I'm excited I'm very excited on this one uh been a, it's been a pretty good series you know some kind of lulls and stuff like that only thing is I will say I don't know where all the where Doc Ock kind of fits in. It's kind of I don't know. It's weird uh, how he kind of fits in the whole thing with all the different Ox and whatnot. So I don't know. Which leads me into the next book, which is Devil's Reign Superior Four Number Three. Uh, so Doc Ock ended up making uh, a Man Thing version of himself, <laughs> creating a Man Thing version of himself. While he's being held captive, and they're able to kill him, being you know all the different autos, the Hulk, Hulk Ock, uh, Wolverine Ock, and Ghost Rider Ock, they're able to to kill the Doom Ock, and basically get back home, essentially, or learn more about that the multiversal version of himself. I don't know. I just this really went off the rails pretty quick. Uh, so. Apparently, you know, Doc Ock's uh, uh, vanity mixed with Doctor Doom's is, is, you know, <laughs> it's just one of those things that will get you killed, apparently. So that is Devil's Reign, Superior 4, number 3, as well as uh, Devil's Reign, issue 5. Up next, we've got a new number 1 sort of spinning out of all this that we saw at the end of uh, Daredevil Woman Without Fear. We have Punisher number one. That's right. Frank Castle is leading the hand. He is the head assassin of the hand. And uh, you kind of see him going through all these trials of them testing him and he's proving his worth. Uh, And Frank Castle, man, he's fucking some people up. Punisher's just showing no mercy. Swords, guns, killing folks left and right. Like, the, the dude, he's just... He's off his rocker. But, 
you know, because, you know, he normally wouldn't succumb to anything like this, but we find out kind of his motivation, why he's leading the hand, how the hand, no pun intended, was able to uh, reach out and grab him and pull them, you know, and have them in the palm of their hand, essentially. Um, it was it was good. It was a very good, interesting story. Uh, I'm still not a big fan of the the redesigned logo, but it's uh, it's definitely it's an interesting uh, point of where they're going, and I dig it. That is Punisher issue number one. Up next, we have Sabretooth issue number two. So. Uh, more X-Men or more mutants get banished uh, into exile of Kokoa and uh, so they meet uh, Sabretooth they end up getting uh, they end up meeting Sabretooth down there in the the pit I believe is what they call it um, and you know Sabretooth of course is hunting them they're fighting back and you know he's like hey eventually I'm gonna kill you and they're, you know, and, and he's well aware um, that they're just kind of in limbo, so to speak, with nothing happening. Uh, but, you know, looks like they're trying to find a way out of this uh, supposed hell. You know, so, I don't know, these these other, other mutants may end up being some problems for uh, Krakoa. So that is Sabretooth, issue number two. Up next, we have Spider-Gwen, the Gwenverse, issue number one, and I was disappointed in this. I was really hoping this would be a lot more fun than what it was. Basically, it's a, uh, <laughs> they're going back to the well on the, on the Spider-Verse. You know, they went with the Spider-Verse, uh, Venom-Verse, and now they're going to Gwenverse. Uh, you meet, you meet, a maybe like a couple different versions of Gwen. Uh, I don't know. I just, I wasn't sold on this book. You know, there's a nice, you know, nice interaction between uh, Gwen and uh, Mary Jane and, you know, her dad, obviously. I don't know. I'm just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get into this book. As much as I tried, this one was hard for me to just say, yep, I dig it. I just, I couldn't, it wasn't, it wasn't what I was hoping it would be, it didn't do it for me, I'm, and I'm upset, I'm, I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really upset that I couldn't, um, that I couldn't get into it, because I like Spider-Gwen, and this just didn't do it for me, that is, uh, Spider-Gwen, Gwenverse, issue number one. Up next, we have Strange Academy, issue 17. So, Calvin has been expelled. Doyle is still very, very pissed off at Emily because, you know, she stood him up for the dance. And, uh, you know, that's just, that's not cool, man. You know, anybody who's ever been in that situation where you've been stood up on a date or something like that, or even just stood up by friends who say, hey, we're going to go do this, and then they don't show up. It's kind of, it's infuriating, you know? And Doyle's pissed, and he's, you know, <laughs> you know, he's just like, you know what? Screw it. If this is, 
who I'm supposed to be. If I'm supposed to be this, like, menacing uh, son of a bitch, then I'm gonna just... Why, why fight my destiny? And I'm just gonna become it. So he's kind of unleashing his powers and stuff like that. Uh, and... <laughs> Uh, like I said, he's he's mad. Uh, uh, Doctor Voodoo goes to uh, Gaslamp and is like, "Look, you know this this shit's gonna stop. You know, you giving powers to Calvin and trying to sell it to my students. This is done." And you know, Gaslamp kind of has a retort for him. Uh, and news eventually reaches the students that you know Calvin's been expelled. All this, this, and this. Um, this also leads into the tension with uh, Doyle and uh, the rest of the group. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I, 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 I like it. I like the predicament that we're in. And I think it's in a setup, or it's obviously setting up for uh, uh, the finale, I think, of this uh, series. Uh, or just this version of the series. That is Strange Academy issue 17. Up next we have Thor issue 23. I really dug this. This was really close. This was definitely the the runner-up of the Marvel books this week for pick of the week. Thor 23. So his fight with uh, the God of Hammers, Mjolnir, Mangog, Hybrid, his... Looks like it's come to an end, and uh, Thor was able to to fend off, um, but at what costs? You know, he used so much strength that he went into the all sleep, and uh, you know, he's met there when he wakes up by you know Loki, by Angela, by Freya, and so he's uh, confused, you know. Obviously, but he finds out, you know, that he succeeded, all this other stuff. Um, and he's, you know, still saddened by, you know, Odin's sacrifice. Um, but, you know, Angela has one gift for him. Uh, and I, I dig it. I like where this is going. This obviously, I think, you know, is going to play a big role going forward. So it'll be, and it makes a lot of sense, especially with uh, the premonitions that Thor has had. So I, I think now it makes a lot more sense uh, as far as worthiness and all that other stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I dug it. Definitely runner up for pick of the week this week for Marvel. That is Thor issue 23. Up next, we have Venom issue number six. I've been underwhelmed with Venom. Uh the past few issues uh, so basically Dylan and Venom are you know pretty much running protection uh, <laughs> you know they're busting up you know small time uh, crime sprees and biker gangs and they're these uh, little gangs aren't uh, they're not taking this too well they're you know fighting back so uh, looks like uh, you know, they're being framed, obviously, as uh, the villains of the sort. Uh, Life Foundation, uh, this new entity group that's in play that had the that had captured Dylan and Sleeper and Venom at one point. Um, yeah, it's, it's 
it's it's kind of interesting. I'm just like, man, this was so good. And, you know, Donnie Cates left it in such a good spot that now it's like, man, I don't know how they're going to even be able to get close. But, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we'll be all right. Maybe, you know, Rom V and uh, Al Ewing will turn it up. So we'll see. That is Venom issue six. Up next, we've got X Deaths of Wolverine. Uh, kind of see how, you know, Wolverine became this uh, Phalex version of himself. Uh, you kind of find out how he got the power, why he got the power, and his whole purpose. Uh, and you find out a little bit more about uh, Moira in the end of uh, Mutants and whatnot, and how, why he's here, Days of Future Past style. And uh, it does not look so good for our friends on Krakoa with this uh, this bit, because Moira's pissed. <laughs> and Moira's, you know, has made it her mission and is pulling no punches that she fully aims and intends to destroy mutants. Uh, not knowing that, you know, her actions will also lead to the deaths of humans as well. So, uh, that's uh, X Deaths of Wolverine. X Lives of Wolverine uh, was pretty good. This one got me back on board. You know, last issue I felt was a little bit of a dip. This week was back up and it's good. So, you know, you've got Wolverine you know, learning from his mistakes. Wolverine, uh, you know, through different spots of time, not, you know, saving Xavier uh, from Omega Red. Um, and basically, Logan kind of learns uh, lessons along the way. So, uh, that's all I could say without really spoiling it too much uh, because it has a very, very intriguing and exciting uh ending at the end so that is x lives of wolverine issue four x x deaths of wolverine issue four as well uh, also out from marvel this week we have eternals issue 10 we have star wars crimson rain issue 3 x-men legends issue 12 kate bishop hawkeye issue number five captain carter issue number one star wars han solo and chewbacca issue one and Women of Marvel, issue number one. And the pick of the week for Marvel this week. It's a Devil's Reign tie-in. It is Devil's Reign Moon Knight number one. So that will he will advance to the final round this week. Alright. Let's go ahead and let's move on to DC. And now going to DC, got a very short pull list for DC this week. Up first we have Detective Comics issue 1056, 
This would have been the runner-up for uh, DC's pick of the week. Uh, even though it is, you know, like I said, a, a very short... Uh, very short uh, comeuppance, very short pickings. Uh, so, basically, we have, you know, some... Um, everything's popping, you know, Scarecrow revealed himself to be... I guess kind of behind this whole Arkham Tower kind of thing um, as to why Psycho Pirate lost his control, all this other stuff. You know, Nightwing was uh, captured or hurt and, you know, uh, what's the right word to say? He's incapacitated. Uh, as you see Huntress making her way uh, through the tower, you also see... Uh, the woman who we thought, you know, was pretending or thought the woman who thought she was Harley. It's Harley. <laughs> As she comes busting in to save the day and to lower the defenses and all this other stuff. And, uh, you know, Harley being Harley. Uh, you know, saving the day, which is weird. Uh, she lets in all, you know, all the Bat folks. You know, in comes uh, Batwoman. Uh, and it looks like Nightwing gets thrown out of the building, and who comes in but to make the save? None other than the returning to Gotham Batman. And so, uh, you know, he's coming to save the day, so it appears. Uh, but yeah, uh, that was pretty good. Uh, the art style, I really dug this. You find a little bit out about the, uh, the mayor's wife and why kind of she was in the Arkham Tower to begin with. Uh... And then uh, the backup story was also really good. Still in the kind of the No Man's Land uh, era. Uh, and you kind of see uh, this uh, kid who's now, you know, a young adult. Basically kind of come face to face with Batman. And he kind of gives Batman a piece of his mind. Is like pretty much like, you know, F you, dude. <laughs> you know, you're just as much to blame for all this stuff. And you leave people behind. You know, just as much as, you know, all these villains do. So, uh, yeah, I dug it. Detective Comics, issue 1056. Up next, we've got Future State Gotham, issue number 11. So we have a team-up of the next Batman, Red Hood, Harley, of all people. Uh, Hunter's Prey, or wow, what was the... The other person working with Red Hood, I can't remember what her name is. But anyway, so they're all on their own <laughs> fighting uh, the next Joker. And he has uh, compromised all of these uh, uh, Joker bots, if you will. And uh, are these uh, magistrate robots turning them into Joker bots. And so they've got a big uh, battle with them. Um so, you know, not a ton going on. You just see a lot of fighting, a lot of action and things like that. Uh, there is a cool plot with uh, Nightwing and he gets this, uh, it's like a Venom supplement or Venom substitute or some sort um, to try to find Damien and Bruce and all this other stuff. Basically bring this all to an end courtesy of Talia. Uh, doesn't work out so well for Nightwing, of course. That seems to be the theme for... <laughs> You know, these, these past couple books, so it was pretty cool. Uh, then you've got a backup story, which was pretty good. It was a, uh, uh, you know, Batman is being made to think that he's dead. And, 
Uh, so, you know, he's being led to relive all the horrors of his past, and he thinks he's dead, and come to find out it's just a trick by Scarecrow. So, it was pretty cool. The artwork on that one was really, really great. That was uh, Future State Gotham, issue 11. Up next, we have Superman, Son of Kal-El, issue number 9. So, you know, Nightwing kind of goes out on his own and gets, uh, <laughs> you know, almost gets uh, himself killed. But it was all a trap uh, as they were revealed. Uh, the people responsible for killing, you know, these uh, other former Titans and whatnot, they come forth. Like I said, they they were, as expected, they were part of the Gamoran uh, secret metahuman project. And uh, so, you know, Superman comes in to save the day, help uh, Nightwing as they their uh, setup works. Superman, of course, is able to beat up, uh, you know, these other uh, supposed metahumans as they can't do anything to him. Uh, two of them run off. One of them stays and gets beat up. You know, John's like, okay, they went into a building in LexCorp. They're going deep underground and I can't see. You know, it's lead line, so... Man, this is crazy. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> the uh, the metahuman that gets left behind basically gets uh, self-destructed. <laughs> you know, the guy's like, uh, he gets, he doesn't self-destruct on his own free will, but he gets uh, made to look like Superman that uh, John killed him. And, uh, and all this other stuff. And you have this nice heart-to-heart -heart moment with... Uh, with John and uh, and Dick, and they just kind of, you know, he's like, hey, man, do you ever, you know, you were Batman for a time. Did you ever feel like you couldn't live up to, you know, live up to the name that you were, you know, somehow stuck in his shadow that you were always second best? And Dick was like, yeah, dude, like all the time. Like, you know, I had to try to find, you know, you know, I had, I had to find the light and all this other stuff and kind of, you know, not put all that pressure on myself and whatnot. So I dug it. It was a nice, uh, it was a nice uh, issue uh, and a nice little ending, uh, especially as you try to see the way that uh, things are being twisted and played. So Superman, Son of Kal-El, issue number nine. And also out from DC this week, we have Batman Urban Legends, issue 13, Batgirls, issue number four. I am Batman issue seven. Uh, Trial of the Amazons issue number one. Justice League versus Legion of Superheroes issue two. Nubia and the Amazons issue six. Superman versus Lobo issue three. Batman and the Scooby Doo Mysteries issue number twelve. Naomi season two issue one. And we also have winning the pick of the week. For DC, we have Joker, issue number 13. So Joker moves on to the final round. And we've just about got our triple threat set. So we have two pieces of the puzzle. Let's go ahead and let's get let's find out what the third member of the group will be of the triple threat. Let's finish it out with the indies.
And now finishing things up with the indies up first, we've got Mighty Morphin issue 17 from Boom Studios. So this is just setting up where things are going to go uh, with this next uh, story arc. Uh, the command center is, you know, left in, in, in ruins. Uh, and so the rangers kind of are figuring out how can they protect, I guess, the power center, which is below the command center, uh, which affects their ability to connect to the morphing grid and basically the source of their powers. So they devise this plan that, hey, you know what, let's just go find another command center somewhere out there, <laughs> you know, in the universe. So, you know, everybody kind of comes to agreement that that's what they're going to do. Uh, and Rocky, of course, is having some issues at home, you know, with his, uh, with his, you know, his uh, siblings and his mom. Uh, you know, he feels bad because he's been away and all this other stuff. So he goes to kind of elect that he's going to stay behind and they're like oh well that's perfect we need somebody to stay behind anyway you know to help out uh the new green ranger uh, so uh it looks like a new familiar foe from the i believe that what was he power rangers turbo or was he space the villain that is that uh emerges i can't remember if it's space or or turbo or maybe it was Lost Galaxy. I can't remember. But anyway, we have a new foe approaching uh, as Lord Zed has retreated to the background and whatnot. So uh, we have Mighty Morphin, issue 17 from Boom Studios. Then with Image, going over to Image, we have the finale of King of Spies. That's King of Spies, issue 4. Man, this is not how I expected this to go. Uh... <laughs> Pretty, pretty, pretty deep stuff, you know. Uh, Roland's able to uh, kill, uh, you know, the hired assassins, the brother-sister uh, tandem. He's able to uh, kill them, but of course he gets shot in the process, and uh, you know, is manages to escape somehow. He kills the uh, group, uh, the tactical team that was there to kill him, and he's able to get away. Uh, goes into hiding, runs into an old flame of sorts, uh, and it kind of has a, I guess, a realization of how he needs to do things, and, you know, he doesn't have a whole lot of time left. He only has, like, three weeks that he can actually accomplish all that he wants to, uh, right the wrongs that he has left to right. And so he devises a plan uh, because he sees that, his son has been captured you know they've turned the the parliament is so you know desperate that now they've they've turned on his son who was working for them uh and it's up to him to go save him well he busts in there and uh things do not go exactly how you would think it would go um but it's exactly how he uh exactly what he predicted how things would go so uh it, it was like i said it was a very very unexpected twist uh in exactly of the the following events but it was uh, definitely a series you definitely want to read if you like uh spy stuff and you know a, a mercenary type stuff this is definitely for you it's king of spies issue number four up next we have little monsters issue number one by jeff lemire and uh so it's about these kids that are vampires. Uh, 
they're all that's left out there so they kind of just do this they've been doing the same thing for years you know a, a, you know a century almost just where they do pretty much almost the same thing every day they don't age there's no adults uh, it's in black and white um, I believe there's only a couple of pages that are in red or that are in color uh, the only thing that's in color is you know when they're bleeding is the blood and whatnot um, from when they uh, feed or you know they're feeding on rats or whatnot or whatever they can find to eat and uh, it was uh, it was a little slow I, I will say that art is beautiful though but it was just really really slow it's good but it's just really really kind of a slow burn it looks like so that's little monsters issue number one finally we got radiant red issue number one uh, I'm not feeling this one um, you kind of get a little bit more about the radiant red and things are kind of from uh, the fallout of when you know the whole radiant black accident happened with uh, with uh, Nathan and all this other stuff so you find all that or you have all that happening uh, fallout with that she's offered a job um, yeah it was just uh, I, I couldn't get into it it was a little uh, I, I don't know like I said it was it was tough for me to it was tough for me to get to get on board with so that is radiant red issue number one also out this week from boom studios we have secret or seven secrets issue 15 Buffy the last vampire slayer issue number four and also out this week from image we have the good Asian issue number nine Mirka and Dolfo's sweet paprika issue eight monkey meat issue three lady Mackinique, uh, the monster of the ministry of hell issue three ant issue number three new masters issue number two and the pick of the week for the indies is spawn issue 327 by the way shout out awesome uh spider-man one todd mcfarlane homage with a haunt on the cover so i just had to throw that in there great cover but uh yeah spawn advancing to our triple threat pick of the week trifecta battle and that is coming next final round fight So we have our triple threat for pick of the week. We have Devil's Reign, Moon Knight, number one, representing Marvel. The Joker, issue number 13, representing DC. And Spawn, issue 327, representing the Indies. So what's going to take it home? Well, I'll tell you. Runner up. I guess number two or number three, whatever you want to, however you want to describe it. Uh, first, we're going to go as the runner-up, Spawn, issue 327, despite the amazing uh, cover, or B cover that it has. Uh, a cover is pretty cool too, but B cover was definitely where it's at. Um, 
So basically, we you know, there's the team up between uh, Spawn and uh, Haunt. Uh, then you also see... Uh, you know, it's pretty cool. Like I said, it's pretty brutal with that team up where they're fighting these vampires. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and then there's another spawn being uh, captured and tortured. Uh, and it, for what it looks like, it looks like the guy that's captured is Gunslinger, but it's not Gunslinger. It's uh, another spawn, another hell spawn. Uh, there's an attack made on, uh, I believe, the president. But it's made to look like uh, that Spawn is the one making this attempt on uh, the president's life. You know, like, hey, you need to quit. Uh, Y'all need to quit breaking up Al Simmons' uh, protests and all these different things. Uh, and this uh, particular hell Spawn looks like he's double-crossed. So, like I said, artwork in it's great. Uh, story, you know, it has its hits and miss. The real promise of it is in the beginning with the uh the battle with uh haunt and spawn against the vampires that is i think where the real meat of the the story is uh so that's why it's a runner-up spawn issue 327 all right the other runner-up falling just short this week it's joker issue number 13 so, uh, the Samson family is having its barbecue, <laughs> preparing to eat and cook the Joker as you see these just trays of human body parts and pieces of bodies being wheeled out there for them to eat. Uh, <laughs> so it's pretty, pretty nuts in that sense. And then, uh, you know, you have Vengeance show up, uh, to kind of ruin the party because they're not going to kill the Joker. She's going to kill the Joker. Um, and so she kind of saves the Joker just so she can have the, the right to kill him, so to speak. So, uh, and she messes these fools up, you know, that try to, to, to kill her or that come, you know, attack her. She messes these fools up. Um, uh, it was a nice ending with a, uh, a return we've, we had seen on the previous issue and, uh, he has made himself known that he is back. So that's the Joker, issue 13. So that means the winner and pick of the week for March 9th, 2022. It's Devil's Reign, Moon Knight, issue number one. Oh boy, do we have quite the, quite the one here. The reading of that is coming up next. And pick of the week for March 9th, 2022. It's Devil's Reign, Moon Knight, number one. We start out at a private prison for super criminals, the Myrmidon. The inmate says, Not just some jamoke, you know? I'm a real supervillain, man. A real hard hitter, Selly. I'm 8-Ball. <clears throat> Spider-Man, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, 
Sleepwalker. I've gone toe-to-toe with them all. Even died one time. Can you believe that? The Hood brought me back to be a part of his gang, but I cut bait. I'm not a follower, you dig? More of a mastermind. That's why I'm in here. It was getting a little too hot on the streets, so a vacation in the Crossbar Hotel seemed like a good idea. So what about you, new fish? What are you in for? So we see the cellmate on the floor doing push-ups. The man in shadow says, Mask beef. Huh, no way. What was your name out there on the streets? Maybe we worked together one time. The man doing push-ups comes up out of the shadows. He says, Moon Knight. Eight Ball's eyes open wide. There's no way. No. Now in the cafeteria, Eight Ball walks in. Yo, 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 Wrecking Crew, what's up? Got a seat for old Eight Ball? Get lost. Loud and clear. Full, full up today. Next time, fellas. As he walks to the next table. Enforcers, fancy. Dan, looking clean. Room for one more? Not a chance. Fair enough. As he walks onto the next table. What it is, death rolls. Eight ball coming hot. Hot corner pocket. Take off, loser. A woman says. Oh, come on. As eight ball walks by himself. At a table all alone. He then looks at his apple. Man, turned down even by the death throws. Man. When another inmate walks up. Damn, eight ball. You're one. Sorry, con. Looking up. Eight ball says, Oh, uh, uh, hey, Captain Confusion. What's up, man? How did you survive on the streets, eight ball? Oh, right. You didn't. You got your dumb ass killed one time, didn't you? Hey, you harassing my cellmate? As Moon Knight walks up, grabbing Captain Confusion's hand. Spinning around, he says, What's it to you? You standing up for 8-Ball? Who are you supposed to be, punk? Moon Knight now gets in his face and says, Me? I'm the guy who carved a moon on your head. As 8-Ball says, Moon Knight, what are you doing here, man? I mean, why aren't you sitting with your hero types? As he looks over, and he sees the other heroes who have been arrested. Specifically, Sue Storm and Reed Richards. Moon Knight then says, We all got pinched in fists, thunderbolt sweeps when he was criminalized mass crime fighters. But I'm no more welcome with them than you are with the Wrecking Crew. Now, where's Man Mountain Marco? As he takes a bite of an apple. Marco, says 8-Ball. He, he doesn't eat with us, man. The guards get him real food. Moon Knight says, oh yeah? Why's that? He a snitch? 
You can't say that out loud like that, man. Damn. Damn, gonna get me killed. It's like saying bomb in an airport. Marco's king of the cage. Guards have got a little Thunderdome action going on. Have the inmates fight one another. Place bets. Breaks up the boredom, you know? Marco's the reigning champ. Doesn't have to mix it with the likes of us. He's got value. Moon Knight, finished chewing his apple, says, You don't say. Yeah, he's a bad... Yo, Moon Knight, where are you going? As Moon Knight stands up, Captain Confusion, walking back over to his table, says, I'm telling you, it was Moon Knight. He's in here. The inmate sitting next to him says, So what are you going to do about it? I'll tell you what I'm going to... Before he can even finish his sentence, his face is slammed down into his tray by Moon Knight. He then looks at the other inmates and says, Hey boys, it's been a while. <gasps> Moon Knight! Bunch of first-class losers without your second-hand gimmick guns and third-rate superpowers. We're to have a reunion soon, boys. Swap stories about the old days. Maybe you can remind me what your stupid names are before I redecorated your faces. You know where to find me. As Moon Knight walks off, later, 8-Ball and Moon Knight walking around. Moon Knight's, er, 8-Ball says, Think you're doing, think you're doing, starting stuff like that. Moon Knight says, Just making friends. As the guard stops in front of Moon Knight and says, Hold up, convict. <laughs> Sniffing him, he says, God, you stink, convict. You need a shower. Concern. Eight Ball says, Moon Knight? Moon Knight, unfazed, says, You heard the man, Eight Ball. I'm off to the showers. Don't wait up. As the guard drags Moon Knight to the showers, pushing him in, says, And don't you come out till you're clean, you hear? Moon Knight, stepping into the shower, says, You boys work fast. Don't waste time. I appreciate that. As Captain Confusion and several other inmates stand around them, weapons in hand, crowbars, bats, knives, chains, you name it, they have it. As Captain Confusion yells, Got him! Moon Knight then walks out, blood all over him, says, Shower's broken. The guard, confused, says, What? How? Th there were five of them in there. Moon Knight, with blood on his face, says, And there's still five in there, more or less. Now, I hear you've got some real action going on in here. Is that right? You got something for me? With more of a little with a little more of a fight? The guard, confused, says, y y Yeah, I, I think we could arrange something like that. What do you want? Moon Knight goes on. Besides a shot at the title? Huh. I want a mask. So we see... About one in the cage. 
The crowd of guards chant, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, as his opponent, Boom Slang. Moon Knight beats him into submission, blood all over his arms and knuckles. After the fight, Eight Ball says, you're not afraid of getting hurt? Moon Knight washes his face. He says, no, never have been. That's why I can do what I have to do. I've never been afraid to take a hit. Pain's just pain, Eight Ball. You've been dead too. You know what I'm talking about. All that nothing. But pain? Dead men don't feel pain. As bout three, Mr. Fish. Moon Knight continues on his diatribe. He says, more than a heartbeat, more than breath in your lungs. Pain's what tells us you're alive. Everything's got a cost. Pain is life's. Too bad for me. Too bad for me, I'm in here. It's different out on the streets. The violence is always there. But in here, it's in the air. The smell of blood. The violence is in the water. The food soaked into the bricks. As we see, about five was a handicap match. Killer Strike versus Cactus. About six, Moon Knight versus Massacre. Victory, victorious in all of these bouts, Moon Knight continues telling Eight Ball, This makes me forget who I am, who I need to be. The longer I'm in here, the more the old days come back. The dog days. The wild dog days. Now, knocking on the glass, Man Mountain Marco says, I hear you've been real strong in the cage, Moon Knight. But do you really think you're going to take my title tonight? You mean enough for Man Mountain Marco? <laughs> Got a 12-year-old daughter who looks bigger and meaner than you. Takes after her old man. You, I just don't see what everyone's so scared of. Moon Knight blows on the glass. He says, there. You see it now? As he draws the moon on his forehead. Bout seven. Title match. Moon Knight versus Man Mountain Marco. As the guard escorts him in. Mask on. The guard says, you've made me a lot of money, Moon Knight. You're good. Hell, you're great. But Marco, well, Marco's a damned caveman. A brute. Someone evolution forgot about somewhere along the line. Even without his powers. A, su a superhero like you can't compare to that. Without flinching, Moon Knight says, Superhero? No. Wild dog. Now our bout. Moon Knight stares into the cage as he's greeted. Hiya, Moon Knight. You ready to die tonight? Moon Knight says, die? You're nowhere near tough enough to kill me, Marco. First man to kill me was Raul Bushman. 
and he was a ruthless war criminal. The real deal. Thousands of corpses to his, na to his name. Not some two-bit street corner thug. You're no Bushman. And I'm sure you already heard what I did to him. As the two now begin to face off. Marco throws his punches. Missing. Moon Knight dodging. Continuing on his conversation, he says, But sure. Let's do this. As his blows connect to Marco's face. Moon Knight continues. This cage is a holy place dedicated to violence. Consecrated it with blood. This isn't where I die, Marco. This is where I live. This is where I work. As Moon Knight gets cocky. Throws a kick. Marco catches his foot. He says... This is my temple! As he throws Moon Knight into the cage. But Moon Knight is no ordinary hero. He uses the momentum and slings himself off of the cage bars. Coming down, kicking Marco in the chest. He then says, Let me show you what blessings I bring. Let me teach you the truths in violence. Marco, now unsure, unable to match the movement of Moon Knight, says, you, you're crazy. As he charges in, able to land a blow to Moon Knight, punching him. Moon Knight says out loud, yeah, that's what they say. Moon Knight gets punched again, laying on the ground. Marco taunts and says, Where's your weird talk now, Moon Knight? Huh? Come on. Get up. Moon Knight's eyes begin to close. He remembers a meeting he had. As he welcomes a woman, he says, Welcome to the Midnight Mission, or what passes for it at the moment. My name is Mr. Knight. How can I help you? The woman says, I'm, I'm scared. There's nothing scarier out there than me. And I'm on your side, Miss Court. Judith Court. I, I went back to my maiden name. Back when I was married, though, it was Judith Marco. Mr. Knight, intrigued, says, your ex-husband, Michael Man Mountain Marco, as Judith says, we, we have a daughter. Michael left just after she was born. Never saw her. But she's 12 now. And she's taking after him. His powers, I mean. She's, she's strong. And he found out somehow. And that makes her valuable to him now. He's in prison, but he writes to me. He's going to take her when he gets out. He's going to kill me and make her like he is. Mr. Knight, she's 12, and she likes to paint. Moon Knight puts his hand on hers and says, You have nothing to be afraid of. You and your daughter are under my protection now, and I'll handle your ex-husband. Moon Knight, now gathering himself, picks himself up off the ground 
as Marco, taunting around the arena, walking around the cage, yells, Yeah! I'm still the champ! But he's taking his eyes off the ball as Moon Knight sneaks up behind him, placing him in a chokehold. He says, Let me tell you a secret, Marco. No punk-ass cops or third-tier supervillains could have put me in here if I didn't want to be. No prison could hold me if I wanted to leave. I came here for you. I came here to teach you a lesson and to deliver a message. The lesson? I can get you anywhere. No matter how safe you think you are. The message? You will never see your ex-wife or your daughter again. Or I'll do things to you that would make what I did to Bushman look like mercy. You understand me, Marco? They came back like a warm tide stinking of copper. The old days, the dog days, the wild dog days, Moon Knight thinks to himself as he leaves an almost choked out Marco on the ground. Marco says, <coughs> I, <coughs> I get you, Moon Knight. Just like how I'm going to get Judith when I get out of here. Just like how I'm going to... <coughs> going to get my little girl. Pissed off, Moon Knight says, I gave you a choice. Remember that. I never said you'd see them again. As he then plunges his thumbs into Marco's eyes. Moon Knight thinks to himself, blood drunk and murder hungry, looking for the next atrocity to fill my belly, chewing on my old soul to feel something, exalted in my own self-hatred. So Moon Knight sees the blood dripping up from his hands. He continues, that's what this place has done to me. It's bad for me, but that's okay. I can take it. I got done what I had to do. That's what's important. Because I've never been afraid to take a hit. As we see Moon Knight charging at the guards, fighting, taking them out. All of this he's telling to 8-Ball as he stands behind the door in solitary confinement. Mopping the floor and confused, 8-Ball says, you let yourself get pinched. Of course I did. This place couldn't keep Captain America in, and he's just one guy. They have everyone here. It's just a matter of time. You think this place can hold Reed Richards? Eight Ball says, Yeah, but you think they'll take them with you? You said they don't like you. Moon Knight then says, They don't. But they don't have to like me. They're going, to, they're going up against Wilson Fisk when they get back to the city. And that's the kind of fight that you need a wild dog for. As Moon Knight sits in the solitary confinement, Max still on, bloody, and ready to continue his fight. And that was it. That is Moon. That is uh, Devil's Reign. <laughs> uh, Moon Knight. 
Number one. This is very, uh, very Watchmen-esque, if you will. I got very strong Rorschach vibes from this book. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Devil's Reign, Moon Knight, number one. Taking home, pick of the week for March 9th, 2020. And Devil's Reign, Moon Knight number one, taking home pick of the week. Man, quite a quite a little uh, selection there. Nice little triple threat we had with uh, Moon Knight. Devil's Reign, Moon Knight, taking it home over Spawn, taking it over the Joker. Like I said, this this book really had uh, you know some really strong. Uh, Watchmen vibes, you know, especially the uh, when when Rorschach is in jail and you know the whole line of uh, you know I'm not locked in here with you, you're locked in here with me type of thing, you know. So just I love that line, and that's that's the whole vibe. I was waiting for him to say that line, but you know he got something kind of close to it. But you know, either way, still was pretty good. But yeah, you know, uh, not a whole lot of DC this week. It was crazy. So. You know, uh, but yeah, uh, the Superman Nightwing crossover was still, still good. Uh, Detective Comics, man, I like where that's going. Um, and then as far as you know, indies and whatnot, we've got uh, you know, Mighty Morphin starting a new arc. That's uh, it looks like that's going to be uh, pretty interesting. King of Spies went out with a bang, literally. <laughs> uh, especially if you know what's going on uh, in that book, or if you've been reading up uh, with that book and see how it uh, how it finishes out. Uh, Radiant Red was kind of a letdown for me, uh, you know, with the artwork in it, it's still great. Uh, and Little Monsters, keep an eye out for that one. That one looks like it's going to be interesting. It's a little slow, but it's drawn very, very well. And overall, I really like the I like the point of where the story looks like it's going to go. So, good stuff there. Uh, Marvel, you know, Thor. Thor was uh, just the runner-up for Marvel. Could have almost represented any other week i think thor would have been the representative for marvel just not this week moon knight was still too strong um but yeah we had several uh like i said there's several different uh other marvel titles you know x lives of wolverine and deaths of wolverine were were good were very good actually uh amazing spider-man setting up nicely Strange Academy also starting to wind down nicely. I like where that's going. And Sabretooth is taking an interesting turn. And, uh, you know, disappointment from Marvel this week was, you know, that uh, uh, Gwenverse, Spider-Gwen's Gwenverse. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed with that. But anyway, besides that, we had a great pick, great comics this week. Be sure... Go and like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it at, whether it's Spotify, uh, Apple, Google Play, Anchor, you know. Give a like and subscribe there. Be sure and go on like on social media, Facebook and Instagram. Both are at i.have.issues.com. i.have.issues.comics. Try saying that five times fast. I guarantee you, you'll do exactly what I did. But uh, 
yeah, be going sure and like over there. Uh, check out for the streaming on Facebook on the weekends. Uh, don't really have a set time for that right now, or currently, but you know, usually it's on Sundays. Uh, most of the time it's around noon. That's noon central time. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, we'll be back next week, of course. Same time, same place, with more I Have Issues.